What's up, guys? Mitch with RespectMyRegion.com, back with another episode of the North American Weed Tour podcast. Episode 49, we're nearing 50. Um, today, I've got a special guest coming in from the East Coast. We got Scott Winters, Director of Business Development and Community Outreach at CNA Stores in Massachusetts. How are you doing today, Scott? Not bad. How are you? Man, I am. Uh, I'm hanging in there. It's getting towards the end of the the usual work day for me. I'm gonna lock into the family grind for a minute and then get back to work this night. I know you're you're in the cresting on the evening over there, man. So, bitch, I just did. I just did that. I just did, that's exactly what happened. So I I stopped at five and then you called in at seven, and so I had that you know that that hour or two. Uh, I ended up still talking business though. So. <laughs> Hey, 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 you can't help it, man. You can't help it. So, you know, we were talking a little bit off off air, but I'd like to get a little bit of your personal history kind of around the plant and, and, and in cannabis. Uh, well, so I guess, uh, you know, I started as a kid. Um, I didn't really know of its potential. I think my late 20s and, and early 30s, I started kind of understanding that this made the day better. Um, uh, and I met my better half 13 years ago and I realized that this is really helped cause I started kind of putting character traits into, into titles like depression and PTS. Right. And, and therapists started, you know, kind of putting those things in there. And so, uh, now I know that I, uh, for the last 13 years daily, I've been treating, you know, this, um, Yeah. So when, what, what time did you get started or at what point in your journey did you get started with CNA stores and how did that origin for you start? Honestly, uh, at the end and the beginning. So I, um, I started out, uh, you know, treating myself. I, I, uh, was working on being, uh, a visual designer. Uh, I did, uh, digital work, uh, on that. I can't draw, <laughs> um, or paint. Um, but, uh, I can, I can work the hell out of Photoshop or, or, you know, or video I, I, camera is, is really my, my, my bread and butter. Um, that and the gift of gap marketing, you know, being able to talk about something I care about. Um, that, that was my, that was my world, but I, I began advocating, uh, back in 2014, uh, vocally in my city at city council meetings and, uh, with the mayor and you know with uh, members of the community uh in a in a um in a formal setting and enough to where the mayor of my city had the insight to put together at the time um this 2017 the state's first separate committee just for the city of amesbury which is a small city of 17,000 here in massachusetts um uh we we just discussed cannabis we didn't have to discuss you know uh, school committee stuff or sidewalks or, you know, any other issues, right? We just talked about what are we going to do about this new law that we just brought? Uh, and then I also, uh, at the same time was running a uh, campaign. I had, a, I, my, I was the vice chair of the adult use cannabis committee for the city of Amesbury. The chair of my committee was also on the council and decided that we're going to put it on the ballot to ban it in, in our city. So we voted in favor of prop, um, for, uh, in, in 2016 at a rate of 57%. Um, we, in my eyes, we have always been undoubtedly a cannabis community. Um, uh, we have generational folks here that are, are staples that are, are cannabis folks. Uh, 
and I and so he decided to put it on the ballot to, to ban it. Um, I ran the committee to defeat the ban, and we we defeated it two to one. Um, mm. So we're, we we solidified ourselves as a cannabis community. With all that being said, I um, I made the paper a lot, and I wrote a Boston Globe article. I was quoted in a bunch of papers. Um, I did some podcasts and and some you know radio stuff and. Um, my name got out there on, you know, my, my Google search results literally went to pot and, uh, being a visual designer here in the Northeast, I don't know how it's the same. Most places I think it's, it's it. So I ended up, my career ended up advancing 26 layers in, into UI UX, uh, which is predominantly software, uh, on this end of the country on most ends of the country. And, um, I worked for educational, uh, place that it's contract. It's so you do um it's six months at a time you might go away for a year do another contract and then they need you on another project it's very transitional and it's very you're campaigning for a new role uh, my resume look look looks great for for what i was doing and um uh by my references i have one reference that gave not one but two tedx talks and so um this was within the educational community i helped uh designed a nationwide reporting solution uh, kindergarten through 12 that is digital so it would you know i designed all the colors and schemes and how the graphs work and what people can see where they where their eyes go to first and and, and the and the psychology behind uh color and graphic design which i i i totally did uh to this day still very visual um i uh corporate america didn't want anything to do with that so every you know it, it, it got to the point where that I'd get the phone calls from the, the recruiters, the headhunters, and, you know, they love the resume and, you know, then they'd get the references and they'd love the references, but a simple Google search with my city and it was all over. Uh, I didn't hear anything back. And uh, so that went on for nine months and I was driving Uber and um, the wife of my CEO got in the back of my Uber and wow. was like, I know you and my husband could use your help and uh it looks like you could use his and uh i met with him i actually met him at a at, when i was a government official i actually and rob tells the story way better than i do because he was on the receiving end so i thought he was a corporate guy i thought he was like big cannabis coming to town which is which sucks because here we are three years later and i have to fight this stigma all the time every day yeah, right? yeah. And, and it's it's got nothing to do he's local like and he's he's the most genuine human being i've ever met in my life and he's super kind and he is just i i i am a better human being for knowing him but the first day i met him i'm, I'm in the front row you know <laughs> got this cultivator here's here's the chief of police from rochester new hampshire who's your head of security i'm like this is all the bad stuff and he's like you know, and, and, and I, I didn't say that, but my question, because I'm a government official, I can't be that, you know, I can't, you know, I can be protective, but I can't, mm-hmm. I, I, I got to be real, right? And so um, he finally was like, dude, three of my kids have gone through Amesbury schools. I've been here like 13 years. Oh, <laughs> I'm an ass. <laughs> and I apologized and I congratulated him and I, and I wished him luck. That was it. I, 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 I'm a graphic designer. The cannabis industry's got nothing to offer me, right? What am I going to do? Be a bud tender or a trimmer? I I didn't work 26 years to do that, right? There's nothing wrong with those things. I just, I had 
worked really hard to be something else mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and put my passion to work. Um, and, uh, so I, I, I had no intentions of being in this industry at all. And, uh, not, you know, until, until that fateful day, which when joy got in the back of my, my Uber, my 2010 Honda civic <laughs> and, um, uh, I met with Rob on f that Friday. And I'm really picky about who I will and won't work for. And uh, I I fell in love with the guy in five minutes. I I questioned for my first two months working for CNA, is this, is nobody's this cool. This is too good to be true, right? And if it is too good, right, all of the stories. Um, three years later, he is just as magical as he mm. was that, 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 that first day. Um, and I, again, I'm a better human being. He, military vet, right? To to serve is his, it's his heart, it's his core. Mm. It's who he is. Um, our our and I get to run these things. So even if I doubted him, I I, I had I, I'm director of business development. I have full control to have full control, but I can nudge the iceberg, you know, pretty hard. Um, I, I I don't have to. Um, I, I do, um, but it's, it's already moving in that direction. So, um, we did 460 community service hours in 2020. Wow. Uh, we, we started 2020 out with five of us. Uh, we didn't get to 25 of us till mid year. Um, when we started hiring people to, to, to run and build the stores. So we built two retail stores. When I say we built, if we didn't need a licensed contractor doing it, we did it. So the mm. people that are standing behind the counters now, I built the counters, mm. um, the stucco that's on the front of the building. Um, the, the, um, in one of our, we have this beautiful old building in Haverhill. Um, uh, I have pictures of it from eight before 1870. Wow. Um, it was the trolley maintenance system or, uh, I'm sorry, maintenance shed for a uh, building for, uh, the city of Haverhill. So they, they had all these bay doors and the trolley cars would come in on rails, the, the Merrimack's right behind us. So they, we could bring in parts off, off the Merrimack and, uh, uh, and work on them, but, uh, big, big ceilings, uh, and big walls and beautiful building. And so we, we tore it apart, uh, and re it and did a, oh, I was so hoping that we could do that on, on, on air. Um, uh, and some crown molding. Um, we really, the, the part of Havel that we're in is pretty, I don't want to say run down, but it's, it, it definitely could use a, a few coats of paint. Right. And, um, there, uh, we're, we, that, that plaza is gorgeous. And, uh, we actually, the owner's daughter and her best friend from since kindergarten, uh, built a pizza shop two doors down. Cause when we moved into the plaza, we rented two spots. So we could secure all the parking. So mm -hmm. all the municipal conversations are about parking. Where yeah. are they going to park? They're going to, the traffic's going to back up for miles, right? It's like, we wish, right? It's not how it works. Um, but you know, you know, you, you, the, you can't talk that crowd down. So nope. we, 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 instead we can say we have two thirds of the parking in this entire parking lot. Plus we rented a, a lot out back. So we had, we have 70 spaces out back and we have 20, something spaces out front we, we own the parking right and so we and she ended up building a pizza place and a baked good place they, they the two girls did and whoa dude they are killing it 
Uh, that pairs pretty well with uh, cannabis, man. If I could put the two menus together, because Massachusetts has got some pretty strict regulations. I can't. If I could put the two menus together, I would. I would. <laughs> you order your pizza and your weed all at the same spot, come to one plaza, pick it all up, and be out. And that's what people do. And and with and with your guys' story, you know, something that I read is I believe you guys have a deli style service of uh, we, for for flour. Yeah, and I guess you know, you West Coast guys, that's nothing new for y'all, you know. Well, where, so I mean from the medical days, that's how it was in recreation where I live in Washington, all packaged good. Um Oregon Do you know why, you know why that is? It's well, it's two things. It's branding, yeah, which is huge. Um, and it is the municipal conversation. Sure. So the people were up in arms. It's gonna smell. It's gonna smell. No, it's all gonna be prepackaged. Yeah, you can't you can't open it right. And so, or Oregon still does the deli style, but they are moving into some stores and some brands are moving to packaged goods because as we think of this as a CPG market, right? Like What's a CPG? jar, uh, cons consumer packaged goods. I mean, we oh, think yeah. of like a you know weed as a as a good. It's like having a branded jar with a color and a logo right like it's important for the brand right it is it is especially as more people come out into this into the into the market and as things start to loosen up federally it, it is going to be important um and i completely i mean we buy our bourbon we buy all, all the good stuff that we that we that we like you know like i buy good woodford right it's mm -hmm. a woodford brand right um uh i i i i like it i um we carry about 50 some odd strains on hand currently uh, in Haverhill uh, in prepackaged. And we've got anywhere from eight to 12 strains on hand, depending on what we have in stock uh, in, in the deli. So it is still predominantly prepackaged. Um, but that's been, you know, a lot of that has to do with um, it's hard to get these, the, the manufacturers, we ask each one, Hey, and I even, I, so, Mr. Graphic guy, designer guy and, and guy that gets into the, the, the brain thing of it, of, of the visual design. We designed our packaging at the Cannabar. Can you see that? Uh, bring it over. Bring it over to center. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So we designed our packaging on the side. So the base, what I call the base label or what they, everybody calls the base label. That's our, our, our thing. Quality, quality, integrity, and commitment. You can't see it, but so anyway, we, we branded the side. But that's how I get, but that's how I get the, the flower inside is I put their brand on top. And okay. it's, a, it's an inch by inch square. And it's not just them. I've got, you know, I've got probably eight to 10 different suppliers from, from local folks to, to multi-state operators to uh, just one that I had sitting here. I'm not advertising for, for, for anybody in specific. I'm just using that as an example that, that as soon as we start putting the, that, that branding, which was right from the beginning, on on top the quality of that product came up quite a bit at first right. they were just like oh we're gonna get and we sent we we got some good relationships in this industry we people that we had good relationships with we sent six pounds back right off the bat we're like no that's not what we mean mm. <laughs> and we know we're not white labeling it's not this is your product right 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 yeah it's we're having your selling, name on it <laughs> we're just selling it to the people the way they want to purchase it right we're we're you can see the buds. You can smell the buds. Mm -hmm. um, for a while, we had a coffee. We had uh, one of our containers with uh, coffee beans in it. We poked a bunch of holes on top so we could cleanse your palate in between. We found it unnecessary, and COVID uh, kind of sure. squashed a lot of that whole smell this thing uh, 
but uh, it's it, it's it's back, and we have uh, we have those we have the the um, the containers that have the the, the magnifying glass and the light. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the smokey's pocus things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that um, uh, which works for for viewing pretty well, actually. Um, especially when we have some dark lighting, you know, it's kind of a, a you know, we right. Have, I mean, you get you get the light right on the nug plus the magnify, you know, so you can yeah. see it up close without having to put the jar right up to your I'll eye. I'll take that nug right out and 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 that that could be yours if you want it, right? Um, uh, or you can pick from this big jar, right? And and you can say I want that one, that one, that one. you know. You there's a lot of people, like I said, in Washington, we're not allowed to do the deli style, but we came from medical. There's a lot of people who prefer that. There's a lot of people who, you know, we used to serve it with, I don't know if you guys did with chopsticks and like. Yeah, uh, we have little metal stainless okay. steel. Uh, they're, they're like mini salad tongs, I guess. They're okay. Like, yeah, they, they did that. I don't know. They're chopsticks surgical. They're, they're like this too. long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, that's how we handle it. And everybody's got gloves. And so. Yeah. People, I mean, people really prefer that. Obviously, for the market and for the branding, it's nice. And you guys obviously overcame that nice of still getting the brand their shine, but then it's giving important. the, the consumer important. experience where I get to pick the weed out strictly on the weed, right? Because that's the biggest complaint when you move away from being able to see it and smell it. Yeah. Because um, weed can look great and it could smell and taste like absolute trash. You know? Yeah. And it, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've seen very st few stuff look good, but taste great. Um, eh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some, you manicure things, right? I, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't really matter what you grow. You can, you can, uh, I won't say what grandma used to, grandma used to say, you po don't polish a turd, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but with that branding on top, we don't, and we don't take it. Uh, if it, if it gets sent to us, we send it back. We also do our own. So we do trim beyond what they send it to us. Okay. Uh, and then we use that trim and that keef go back into our pre-rolls which mm. is all it's not as branded because the things are so tiny it's i can't put that logo on there sure as much, uh but it's still branded on the tag um it's just not as prominent and i can't make a side label that it's it they're really like these little i don't have one on me but they're calyx i don't know if you know calyx at all yep yep they're the there's the small square one so they're just too thin and the top has the information on how to open the top so I can't, right. I can't, they don't, they don't even make a die line that I can put on the top if I wanted to. So, um, and, and I noticed your guys' stickers over there too. Like the compliance stickers look a little bit bigger than what I'm used to out here. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's all of Massachusetts or just some of the places I shot. No, that. that's all of Massachusetts. So I just, the, so that, that white, that white part of our label, I can't see it. I'm sorry. It's so bright. Um, I didn't set this lighting as a, as, oh, a it's all. as a photographer. I would have done much better, but this is just my <laughs> um, uh, I can hook up my 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 DSLR to to the computer at some point, but I just I haven't done it yet. I don't I don't do enough to, to do it. Um, but yeah, it's that whole white space. It's it's all of that that whole this and that way. eats up when you have a pre roll small pre roll tube that eats up the majority yeah, of your real estate right there all the way around. And those we we use longer ones for that, so it kind of spreads them out a little bit more. Um, but it's still it's still a huge monstrosity. Uh, you got to be careful not to cover up the main branding with that, otherwise, right? You lose but, all the and and you guys seem to be again. I just had my first trip out to Massachusetts, and I went to a couple stores. Obviously, your guys' medical industry was vertically integrated, so a lot of the players, you know, obviously cult some a lot of the places I went seemed to cultivate the majority of the flower products that they sold. 
Yep. And so you guys seemingly do that, but then also work with quite a bit of cultivators as well. Yeah, we um, so we we started out as a retail. I mean, we we were building out the cultivation and we're still building out the cultivation as we as we were moving along. The retail is helping us fund the, mm -hmm. the, the, the cultivation side. Um, the original intention was to bring on like six or seven different manufacturers and and, you know, and and really kind of. And, and there's still there's still working models out there that do that. We uh, we saw that coming. We saw that we saw that the the having choice matters, right? And um, developing relationships. You know, when we are cultivating. So in in the state of Massachusetts, you're only allowed to own three stores, uh, three retails. So you can only have three re, uh, adult use licenses or recreational licenses. Uh, I prefer to call it adult use. Um, uh, and, and three medical licenses, um, you can grow up to a hundred, hundred thousand square foot canopy, um, and have a manufacturing license. I, I don't know if you can have multiple manufacturing licenses, but, and then a delivery license and a transport license. Right. Um, that's it. Right. I, I, that's a lot of licenses, uh, uh, but you know, it's not like Florida where you could have those licenses I just mentioned times 30. Right. You can't do that. And so when we are cultivating and the same thing with everybody else, um, we have to keep friends. Uh, if I want my product in the Western part of the state, or if I want our product in the, in the South shore, you know, we have to have friends in the South shore and, and, and the Western part of the state. And the same thing goes for the Western part of the state and South shore, right? If they want to get their product on the North shore, right? So the relationships and the collaboration is phenomenal, phenomenal, um, just phenomenal. It's just a, it's a, it's a great space to be in, um, you know, you still got folks that you, you may or may not want to do business with for whatever reason that is, um, whether that's product or, 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 or personality or both. Right. Um, and, uh, that's still going to happen. So, um, and, and you know, the first part of our tagline is quality. So if we find a product that's just consistently crap, because you also got to remember too, that this is a commodity. You know, and you, there's a lot of folks out there. I, I've heard from you know, and I won't mention any names, but there were there were certain manufacturers uh, or producers that had had god awful reputation. Mm -hmm. Got awful reputation in my time. You know, I've I known some that that I wouldn't touch it. It was gross. It was that pro it was that stuff you were just talking about, right? And then you know, got it brought back up like six eight months later, and it just knocked me flat out. And that can change with with staff. You can, mm -hmm. you could have a, uh, you know, a, a, a bad staff thing, whether that's, you know, bad cult, you know, head of cultivation or, you know, just mixing of, of, of the meshing of the minds that's not working right. Bad combinations of people, um, and, and create a, a lousy product. So, uh, I've also learned to stay fluid, you know, product that, that, that may not be, uh, what you, what, what you expect of it is today. Next harvest might be different. Um, if something is consistently not, then you take it off the shelves. You don't bring the manufacturer. You know, you, if you see, if you see consistent issues that aren't being addressed, then um, you don't want to pass it on to your customers because uh, that will come back and, and bite what you. Are, what are some of the, the cultivators or the brands out there that you feel like, you know, people are starting to cater to um, and are carving out an audience and, and a following? It doesn't necessarily have to be the best, but what, what are people starting to become aware of? So there's a lot. 
Um, there's a lot. And, and, you know, I, I've, I've had product out of, out of the West coast and, 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 and California. There's, there's a lot of good product. There's a lot of mediocre product. There's a lot of, there's a lot of great product. Um, uh, it doesn't matter if you're, you're a big, big company or, or a little small grower. I've seen, I've seen, you know, the, I've seen it go like this. There are, there, there are some, there's some manufacturers like there's a, there's, Two, I, I'm really fond, and I and I, you know, I don't mean to put any one of our uh, producers ahead of of of. of, mm-hmm. of but I I'm really fond of 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 two five three pharmacy, and they're a smaller cultivator. They're in their hometown of um, Turner Falls, uh, Massachusetts, out in the western part of the state. Really, really pretty, um, you know, small town stuff. So. <laughs> we've seen the Western part of the state be very welcoming to the cannabis industry just because they, you know, the economics of it mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, mills have gone, you know, uh, uh, mills are gone or, or lumber yards are gone or, you know, whatever, you know, farming is gone. And so it's kind of revitalized a lot of the areas. And so they've been very welcoming. Um, and fortunately for these guys, their community, uh, they didn't make their money in their community. So they had the money. You have to be pretty well-funded uh, on your own. Uh, to, 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 to do this thing. Uh, Cause the licensing process is, is, is it, we were in for three, three years. Mm. We're a veteran, we're a veteran owned business and it took us three years uh, to, 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 to go through the process. So um, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's not cheap. You got, you got lawyers in each one of the cities you're trying to go into. You, you know, you, you've got, you know, a citywide lawyer and then you've got a main lawyer that, you know, and I, just that, just, right. and then you've got you've got the very first part of the process is you've got to secure a facility. So you're paying rent for three years before you sell a gram of weed, um, or you're you're paying a mortgage for three years without selling a gram of weed. So Absolutely. it's an expensive industry to be in, and so they were fortunate enough to to find an old photography school uh, in Turner Falls and rehab the building. The building's stunning. It, wow, it's gorgeous. It's um beautifully landscaped just meticulously done the even you know the, the security fencing is gorgeous um, <laughs> uh, it's black and it's just it's non-intrusive and uh the building is this wonderful shade of green with all this decorative grasses along you know along the perimeter um it, it, a lot of the rooms have these big um ceiling lights that you know were part of the original facility uh so they're all like you you walk in all day long. There's no light. You don't have a, to turn a light on in the, in the entire room. Matter of fact, you had to put um, uh, kind of like a Muslim fabric, uh, uh, you know, to to, to um, diffuse uh, hmm. the light uh, that's coming in in, in some rooms. Uh, and that's that's just where where people are trimming buds. That's not where they're growing. So um, they also, you know, uh, they, and they have those rooms as well. They're they're kosher certified. They're lit like they have the kosher stamp certification. Yeah, dude, didn't think I'd ever see that in the cannabis space, right? And um, it, it's there. And um, and and Seth and his team just they they're, they're they're consistently good people, and they just you know they really do uh, they do a fine job, and I, I really enjoy their product. So I guess if I had to pick out one, and you know, we have we have a local guy here. Uh, Macalardi's third generation. There's stories of his grandfather making a killer hash. Um, mm. He was one of the people that I fought for when I was advocating here 
I wanted him to be in business. Um, I didn't know him prior. Matter of fact, I thought he, I, we didn't, we didn't hit it off the very first time he was, he was kind of buttoning on my pet project. And I guess I was kind of buttoning on his and, um, <laughs> we, uh, but we, we, we became fast friends. And so he, they, they're growing with a glass top, uh, steel sided building here in town. So they do grow with the, 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 the rays of the sun and, um, they're really good people. And, uh, they, they, they put out a, a really great product. We're proud to proud to carry them. They don't have a packaging solution. So our deli style thing worked out pretty good, um, to get their, to get their product to the masses, uh, without using and that. That's going to be a big proponent, I think, to, to work with those small craft growers, right, to, to eliminate that cost for them. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. So it, that's there's there's a there's there's two sides to that is that um, so not all craft growers, I think, are, are, are cre first of all, they're not all created equal. Um, uh, I, 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 there's a lot of product that I've seen from bigger growers that that the smaller craft grow like the, the qualities there's no difference in in some cases right uh in some cases people are going to stand out they're just going to do it there are going to be people that are going to have their nose of the grind they're going to have their shit down and the, the products could just gonna be killing it across the board mm -hmm. um and so uh but you know uh i i think i think we have to be careful of the blanket statements um sure about, sure uh, uh, you know all the mso's are bad and all the craft guys are good and i just uh i i just i'm just careful of that um and, and i don't there's nobody in particular uh also the, sometimes the craft guys the, the products are a bit more expensive and we can't pass that on to the customer we're already pretty high we're at 50 bucks an eighth uh before taxes and then we got 20 mm. percent on top of that for taxes here so people are paying you know 60 70 bucks for an eighth as it is and so I, I can't get a top shelf price any more than that. Um, sure. What will happen in my, what I see happening at some point is that that product, the, the product that's worth, you know, $65 an eighth, you know, starting before the 20% uh, in, in theory, um, it will take the 50, $50 mark. And then the product that, you know what I mean? It'll, the, mm -hmm. the whole thing will come down. It's not going up. Sure. Sure. And then you'll see tiers and layers. And, and at the retail side, there's a lot of we. So we have all the, all the staff, right? We, we, we have, um, I shouldn't say all the staff cultivation's got a, a, a good amount of staff too, but, um, uh, th there's a lot of cost at the retail side. And so if we don't make a, a certain, if we don't make a margin, uh, that's comfortable, we're, we're giving the product away. Uh, right. So, right. So we, you know, uh, that only cuts into our margins. And so that means our staff's health insurance, our staff's, you know, uh, financial stability. And so, you know, we, we've created a family unit and so we, we have to look out for that. So we have to be really careful on, 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 on how much we spend for a product. We're, we're not super cheap either. Um, but you know, there's, there's a, there's a place that we have to, we have to stop it. And guys, yeah, I think your store is also located in a smaller town, right? You don't, it's not a, uh, right? no, we have two stores. We have Haverhill's, uh, 70,000 people, uh, okay. bordering a, a city of a hundred thousand that borders, a, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Amesbury, our home city is a small, 
a small town. Right. It does about half the business that, that, that Haverhill. And that's where you have, I mean, different demographics, right? Different, for each store, smaller and, rural, and, rural community is going to be But either way, I, I'm not going to get more than 50 bucks for name. Sure. It's just not going to happen. And if I try, I know what happens. It sits there. Same thing with more than fifteen dollars for 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 a, uh, a pre roll, like you know, point eight or a gram. Uh, most most of the most most of the pre rolls are are either smaller point fives or or point eight um, uh, pre rolls. Uh, fifteen fifteen bucks, you know, is is that? You know, you try. We we had a product that we were trying to get rid of for eighteen, and it just it didn't carry, um, and 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 we ended up sitting on it for a while. Um, and it, the, the problem on our end too is, you know, we, we were purchasing from, from, in a lot of case, most cases, um, they have a retail store, the, the producers, that, mm-hmm. you know, so we can't undercut them. We can't drop their product down below sure. what they're selling it for. Um, otherwise they won't sell it to us. Right. And then we won't have it. So I, you know, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables, uh, in the, in the, in the, in the cost factor. And so, um, it becomes, it becomes harder. So as when we, when we're cultivating rather than paying for it by the, you know, like, so it's rather than a set price. Now I'm, I can trade you pound for pound, right? Because you have a retail mm. store that's doing the same thing that mm. our retail store is at. Right. And so whether that's prepackaged or whether that's, you know, uh, bulk, um, now I'm paying for your pound, what it cost me to, to produce my pound. And so that's going to create another variable, uh, as well. And it already has created with, with a lot of the, 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 you know, the people that are already vertically integrated when they trade amongst one another, it's a, it's a different ball game. So, uh, and supporting the craft guys, I, I, I feel is important. Uh, I, I, I just, um, we, we have to, we have to support one another. It has to be, mm-hmm. it has to be a mutual thing uh, for all of us. There's not, there's not one, there's not, you know, there's not, I don't think there's one part of it that's, that's more important than the other, especially in the way of Massachusetts, right? If I can have a farm stand, then you're selling, you know, if, if you're vertically integrated, you're selling your own product and you know how much it sells for, right? If you can get 65 bucks at your place for it, there you go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, you know, so, it, but that, you know, so it, it, you have to have that type of, that, that type of, that mindset to, to work together. And it's, it's a, it's a relationship. So, and we have the same problem with some, some of the big MSOs too. So it's not a, it's not just, it's, I, I just don't like to, to, to broad brush. Um, we have a tendency to do that, especially in the advocacy community. We have a tendency to be like, you know, we label good and bad by, you know, MSO or, or, or craft cultivator. And, and, you know, and by definition, multi-state operator, right? There can be a craft brand that is in multiple states, you know, that holds multiple licenses. And so you and I can, it, can, can continue this conversation via our cell phone, go to our local liquor store and both buy Woodford. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Same time. And have it, have a drink together. Right. Uh, so I, right. I agree. I agree. And so, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, and, that, and that's an interesting thing about like what the marketplace looks over there, because you, you hear it in a lot of emerging markets, especially on the East Coast, the MSO versus the craft conversation is much louder. On the West Coast, it's like we don't want to let MSOs in. On the East Coast, it's like we've already let them in. We got to 
it's a little bit different. Well, yeah. So the MSO, yeah, yeah. I, I almost want to say that the MSOs came from California, but that's not true actually um, at all, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, it's hard, you know, that's, 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 I think that's the nature of humanity. It's hard to balance between, you know, free market principles, right. Uh, and, and good, um, local policy. It's, 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 it's not an easy conversation. Um, and it's not, it's, it's in a lot of cases, I don't, I don't know that it's fair. If we, you know, we want to be an MSO at some point, we want to be in other States as well. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with carrying our methodologies to other States. I just, you know, I, 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 I like the way we do business. I know the communities that we're in here like the way we do business. And I, I, you know, if we were a nonprofit, I would want to take that methodology to, you know, every state and country. Um, and, and I would be looked at differently, right. For, for that, than you know, than, than, than what we're doing. So, but it's the same thing. I mean, like I said, we, we're, we're built on serving. Right, whether that's serving you cannabis or serving the community its needs, whether that's you know, we did seventeen thousand cases of food during the pandemic. Uh, we did four hundred and sixty uh, community service hours uh, in twenty twenty. Um, twenty twenty, we started with five of us, and then there was you know twenty five of us by mid year, and we built two stores. Um, you know, we 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 stay busy and we, we mean it. We, you know, we, we do projects because they're, you know, we, we dig out uh, seniors in, in, in Amesbury and in Haver. We do 28 residents here. Well, we did last year. Uh, hasn't snowed yet. Knock on wood. I don't even, I should even talk about it. Um, and then we do another 26 in, in Haverhill uh, between senior housing and veteran housing. So we were a big veteran supporter. We're a veteran owned company. Uh, we 27% of us are, are veterans. Uh, I am not. Um, uh, you know, we, 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 we do a lot of work in that community, but it's not the only community we do work in. Um, it is the majority of our, our, our work, but you know, we, the seniors that we do here are, are they're just seniors and the same thing with, with Averill. Um, you know, we do that every snowstorm. We dig, we dig folks out. I do Amesbury, our founder and CEO does Averill every year. Um, I started that project in 2015, um, and just brought it into the business. Uh, Rob and Joy did the PMC on their own and then just brought it into business. So every every piece of philanthropic work that we do is things that we did as as people and then hmm. brought it in and expanded the hell out of it. Like I was one guy with a snowblower, you know, it was Rob and Joy riding bicycles for the PMC. Right now it's, you know, uh, we the last group picture we did uh, for the PMC, there was 30 of us in the wow. shot that all raised money for for the PMC. So um you know uh that's a great methodology and that is something that i am honored to be part of um uh, seventeen thousand cases of food we we didn't buy all of it um keep in mind we weren't open yet either uh we didn't open our first door till november 17th and then half of us were knocked out with covid <laughs> uh we, we a lot of i stayed home everybody it, it was a crazy year, but um, we still got 460 community service hours done. 
We got uh, some veteran housing maintenance work done. We handed out cases of food. We bought a 28 foot box truck full of food at the beginning of the pandemic. We did um, uh, school supplies for 250 kids down in Dorchester, which is uh, an area where that we're that we're close to um, because they needed it. Right. Not because it's how yeah. a community host agreement. Uh, I get that a lot, too. You get I get I get city counselors that are like, oh, you have you have you have an obligation. It's like, yeah, we beat that by like, you know, times five last year and right. already times three this year. Right. So and I I also saw you guys are also working with last prisoner project. Correct. And we the, do. The that was other. brought on by the staff so that uh, okay. we we allow uh, we allow uh so the stores pick their their and sometimes as a group we you know because we can, then we can combine efforts so right now we're, we're doing a group called BNOC, which is one of our organizations that really need the help especially after the pandemic um uh, a lot of their funding dried up so you know we're, we have the we have our jars we have jars in the stores so you have the debit card transfer thing um when you're doing a debit card you know you there's it uh it, it has to round up it has to round up by five just like if you were to do a a, a debit transaction at your bank you go to you know get money out of the machine you had to round up the 20s where in our space you have to round up the five so if you're at you know 73 dollars two dollars you get two dollars of change back right and so a lot of times it just goes right in that jar and so um we you know when we double that up it it, it, it it's pretty it's a it's a meaningful donation after 30 days um mm. And, and, but that's the staff that decided on that. And that's, so that's not what that's, that's people. That's, that's our consumers. That's our customers putting, putting that money in. Um, and our staff, when we purchase, you know, I do, when I purchase at one of our stores, I, you know, I put the money in too, but you know, that's, sure. that's customer based. Um, and um, that's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, I call that's it a, the community of giving is what. Yeah. And it's a great organization to give back to. They've, definitely definitely risen in awareness again no doubt to just the narrative of what they're doing is pretty easy to get behind it and is, tell it someone is. About, you know. I, I've been I've been adamantly against the drug war for a very very long time and uh I I appreciate what they're doing uh, uh completely there's absolutely, a lot of I mean, the VNOC group that we support they um they're they do homeless vets they're that's what their mission is uh in our area so um, I think last count there was like 900 uh, in Massachusetts and Southern New Hampshire. Um, uh, there is 50,000 pre-pandemic numbers for veterans and homeless in, in, in America. Uh, there's 570 uh, total homeless people in America migrating all across the country uh, at different times. They don't all end up in San Francisco, uh, like the like the stories say, right? And um, uh, they it's a it's it's an issue that i i feel as the richest nation in the world we shouldn't have sure and so supporting vdoc uh is a no-brainer as well um you know uh that you know regardless of how you feel about uh our policies veterans um veterans don't have that coming people you know they they, they got into something for for a reason and then sure. you know to 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 have these issues that you know and, and i was on the streets as not a veteran but you know just i i lived on the streets for two and a half years when i was young um it, it's 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 uh the support is 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 huge 
Um, and if you can create the right environment, you can, somebody's can be their very best and they, that, that can shine through and be a, be a, you know, an asset. And, uh, that's what we we're trying to do. We're building tiny homes at our, our, we have a project out in Winchington, Mass. Um, that were that were so we we have a cultivation site here that we're building in Amesbury, and then we have another one out in the western part of the state that is far much farther behind than the Amesbury facility, just because it's the building's not even built yet, right? So mm -hmm. the one here we're rehabbing a building into into what we need, where the one out there we're we, we're designing the building, we got to move it because there's conservation land, so we got to tilt the building a little differently, and you know uh, all of those types of things have to go into it, and then you know getting power out to the site. It's 135 acres. Um, but we're also, you know, we're putting uh, tiny homes on that property for the VNOC thing. Um, our, our CEO just bought a property uh, just across state line that does the same thing. Is, is it, it, mm. it'll, it'll give veterans uh, a place to live. The place out in the western part of the state will give them a place to live. There's a school down the road that's offering a cultivation um, uh, thing. I don't know if it's a full degree. Uh, I need to I tell the story far too many times not to know this part, so I need to, I need to dive into this. Um, it wasn't a, the original. It wasn't an original part of the mission, uh, the school part. It just kind of popped up like, wow, this school's like not that far, and they're offering this course um, or degree. I can't remember. Um, but the tiny homes uh, will house veteran uh, uh, homeless vets, not no longer homeless. Uh, we'll give them a place to work, a place to go to school. And then we're partnering with a nationwide mortgage lender uh, that can kind of oversee uh, parts of it. Uh, so basically, we will charge rent on the tiny homes, uh, but it, just enough to get that mortgage lender building their credit. So yeah, I, I'd read a little bit about that, and that's a super interesting approach to not just help someone but educate, provide some education through that as well. Absolutely, give them something to be prideful in. Canvas plant. I mean, it, I treat my PTS every single day, man, and it, it helps a lot. I I am not uh, uh I you know anger management all the all of the all of the things that we as a society deal with, um you know and and veterans are are definitely no not not a separate topic when it comes to this right and so um you know learning to grow and have that kind of passion. And, and then, you know, and then still giving back, still doing the philanthropic approach, being serving your communities, you know, having all of that sense of pride. Uh, that's that's what somebody needs when they come off the streets. It's mm. all of that. And um, we're calling the program zero to 60. So that's from homeless to home ownership in 60 months. Zero to 60 sounds cool. I, I still think we might eventually call, call it zero to 70, but that's between me and my CEO. To, we always kind of. I'm like, man, it's a long road back. It's not easy. And if, you, if you're yeah. already suffering from PTS, um, it's, it's, um, it's tough. So it, it, and it, 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 it's tough just to ask, seek the help, you know? Um, and, and as you're, you're, you're spending time, you know, homeless, whether it's a tent in the woods or whatever, hopefully it's solitudial. Um, I was always solid. I, I didn't like to, I never encamped with people, right? That's where things really compound. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, you know, it's like sending somebody to jail. It doesn't help them become a better human being for the most case. And you're around a bunch of freaking criminals. So you're going to learn more criminal shit, 
right? So it, it's the same type of thing if you're in one of those encampments is that the, the problems of this group and the problems of this person and the problems of this person now are all part of your world, right? Where if you can get solitudial and you can self-reflect a little bit, um, it's, it's a little bit better for you, but the loneliness part uh, of that uh, kind of compounds on, on top of things as well. So uh, 60 months might be aggressive, but we're going to shoot for it anyway. So. That's, that's awesome. You know, that's the big thing about cannabis is, you know, even the legacy market pre-adult use, you know, it, it was very much rooted in community and through what it community took to get this thing legalized. It's still taking the community to break this stigma. And so it's dope to, con to continually see this culture that's so rooted in community and hear stories like this where companies and businesses and individuals like really seek to use the business to give back to the community in various ways. So big salute to you guys Thank for that. You. I, I, uh, I think it's, I, so we, we also, as advocates, we talked a lot about hemp and not as the flower part, right? Um, uh, I mean, as, as the acres and acres and acres and acres of, of stuff you can mow down, you know, once or twice a year, uh, and, and, and get rid of some of the harmful practices that we put on our, our environment. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that becoming a thing. I'm, um, you know, and you know, I, I'm making my living from focusing on the flowers. So I, you know, I can't talk too much, but we, so there's a UMass Lowell is in Lowell uh, and we're not the only ones doing this. So, uh, you know, as, as advocates, we were like, you know, we could change how paper's made. We could change how, you know, hempcrete and, and, and clothing and the plastic, it, you know, go from a, a petroleum-based plastic to 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 to, to a hemp-based plastic and or or, or you know hemp, just hemp-based products right and help our environment that was that was a part of our advocacy we were talking about mental health we were talking about personal liberty we were talking about the criminal justice system that just doesn't work um and we talked about our, our environment that was a part of it mm. and so that being so we we approached umass lowell umass lowell's has a has a plastics lab as part of their 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 campus and um and and we actually ended up i don't want to say partnering but um and i can't really say because we signed an nda and there's another company that was approaching umass lowell as well and uh to basically when you know when we're growing we'll have a hundred thousand square foot canopy that's your cap here in mass um that's forty thousand pounds of waste every year and that waste is predominantly stems and sticks right and if we could figure out a way to use those stems and sticks whether that's a pellet for biofuels or a paper solution or a cardboard solution hell we could end our packaging issues right we could end all of the the negative stigma around our single serving plastic stuff right uh, and we have it we have forty thousand pounds of it every year so if and, and we're there's three cultivation sites in our small city of 17,000. You could drive around with a with a with a with a truck and just pick this stuff up and and produce, you know what I mean? Um and create a secondary a secondary industry uh just from our waste. That's um, a great point. Um and so we're we're funding a half of a of we, we were we thought we were funding the whole thing. But UMass Lowell was like, "Listen, these guys approached us at the same time." Rather than a twenty-five thousand dollar study, how about we just do a fifty thousand dollar study and everybody gets all the results? 
Otherwise, right. we're going to have to give this group this result and this group this result. If, we, if you just sign an NDA or two, uh, we'll, we'll we'll do this together, and 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 you'll both will get the data. So, and that's what it's about. It's not really about us making a, a separate business model. It that that's a cool thing too, but you know, it's 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 really about honoring what we talked about and and changing the world for the better place. You know, that was that that that's a huge part of of what we advocated for. And um, staying true to that is, 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 it's simple. It's easy. Um, and it's sure as hell a lot of fun. Um, I, I talk to a lot of people in this industry and um, they come from other industries. You know, mm. for the most part, it's not the traditional market that a lot, you know, you, you talk to the software companies about POS systems. These are, these are people that, you know, we, as, as tech guys, we were hinting around about our cannabis use during, during right, calls. Right. And now we're like openly discussing how to make hash for 30 minutes prior to actually talking business, you know, uh, and having a blast and, 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 and having a good quality of life and, uh, you know, uh, heart and soul. I don't, you know, I still got that 2010 Honda Civic. That's what I drive every day. It's got less mm. than, you know, a hundred thousand miles. I can't get rid of that damn thing. So, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's a it, the quality of life is is really about how you how you live and how you hold your your head up when you're in you know when you're in your town or you, you know you're you're at home with your family so um we're having a lot of fun we're, we're doing a lot of the right things i feel um and uh, a lot of people feel the same uh we um we're pretty respected with the cannabis control commission uh as 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 a as as a company um we uh you know we 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 got we built a trip we did a van right we have two stores one vaults bigger than the other we got tired of paying for for people to move it back and forth or asking our wholesale providers to to do funky things for us um so we got a we got a we got a transport license and a van and so uh the canvas control commission sent fox 25 which is not known to be a pro cannabis media outlet um, to, to, and they were like five years out. It's like the a special that they were running all week, five years after legalization and how's it gone. And, uh, they interviewed us for our transport van and being, being a veteran owned company. And it, it was just a very positive thing. And that it showed the cannabis community, the, the cannabis control commission, that the regulatory body really holds us, holds us in high regards. Um, we're also, <laughs> uh, we're the first and only in the state. To, to get robbed. So we were robbed at, 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 at BB gun point. Uh, nobody knew it was BB gun until after the fact, but, um, wow. we weathered that storm pretty good. Um, I, you know, I'm a media guy. So I, I, I followed the forums till about four in the morning. And, uh, for, for the most part, it was what a dumbass. Um, that poor guy, uh, he, he, that's a mental health thing. He's 50 years old. Um, mm. and he believed the prohibitionist that told him that we're an all cash business. And that's, you know, that's, 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 that's the rumor. And that rumor needs to be dispelled. It's never been an all cash business. I, I bought my first legal purchase in Colorado in 2014. I swiped my debit card. I, I had my picture taken, you know, it was in the store, uh, and I could upload to Facebook right from there. It was, it was a it was an Apple Store experience, and wow. and people need need to realize that you know seventy percent of our sales are are are, are plastic, they're not 
they're not uh, they're they're debit they're not credit but um you know it's not cash and um and you know i guess he didn't know that we meant veteran owned in canada's business and so uh our our security cameras and our security protocols are are, are pretty high and tight and uh you know we we he, staff did as they were trained uh and and they were very smooth with with the guy uh uh, they, he, the way we built the store was, uh, you know, by the time he was 6,000 square feet in, you know, in a, into a room with no windows and no idea what's behind him anymore and, and in front of him, you know, uh, and then realizing that, you know, there's not a whole lot there for him. Right. Um, wow. Uh, as soon as he turned around, three of the, three of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the silent alarm triggers were hit and he, you know, he barely made it out the door. He cops were there in three and a half minutes. Wow. Haverhill PD did a bang up job and they had him caught in an hour and 45. He stood under one of our three head cameras for five minutes, smoking a butt and, and talking on the phone with no mask. On. So we could, I mean, they're pretty high def. We could zoom in on his tattoo. We zoomed in on a cigarette butt that he left. So he could, we got everything. Um, and then we, the neighbors had asked us to put cameras out back facing into the neighborhood because they had existing issues. Um, and so we did. And so that's where he tried to make his escape and change his clothes. Um, and then he ended up coming, he ended up leaving his money behind and he ended up having to come back for it. It was weird. Uh, mm. uh, but, and he was a neighbor. We're at 558 River Street in Haverhill and he was at 215 River Street. Wow. So, um, uh, but we, you know, we handled it well. Uh, I'm proud of the team. Uh, I'm proud of the staff. Uh, I'm even fairly proud of, of, of the press. I, um, that story, it wasn't a big deal. It like, it just, it, it went up and it went down. I thought for sure, you know, it was, yeah. You, you thought that they'd use that as a chance oh, to kind of, no. No. Build the negative stigma. Even around the prohibitionists were like freaking dumbass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, uh, it, it we you know, uh, and I, the industry is pretty good here. We, we, you know, the, the the regulatory body here is is is, I think uh, after federal legalization, I think it'll become the standard. And I know that product won't come in legally. Uh, from other states, uh, as far as interstate commerce, after the, the after federal legal, you know, descheduling, de um, without it passing Massachusetts uh, testing mm. protocols, it's just not going to happen. Um, and I, I I agree that it, 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 it that's how exactly how it should be. Um, just like California has its own emission standards, right? Car companies have to make cars to California standards, right? Right. Uh, will be the same way when it comes to weed. Um, our, you know, and and that's fluid too. I, I, our regulatory, you know, it's not written in stone where it's at. The whole industry is not written in stone. Right. Uh, we weren't allowed to make T-shirts and hoodies and hats uh, in 2020, uh, 2021. Now we can. So. And now, and you guys can actually sell them at the dispensary, yeah. like inside a dispensary, yeah. whereas like. Again, Washington, you can do that in California and Oregon, but like Washington, you can't do that. So a dispensary usually has to have a glass shop next door oh, that sells 
glass and uh, merch branded. So you got to separate the businesses entirely. Yeah, told two business licenses. Um, that's just weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, think that I. I. Uh, that's nonsensical. And you can't. So, and you even can't as a cannabis brand or dispensary. You can't have an e-commerce on your site where you sell merchandise accessories or apparel as well you have to have a whole separate I think license what, I, I don't think that website. does what it's it's intended to do i think um i think i think that just makes the regulatory bodies look silly i think um yeah. I, I think it, I nitpicking think, these weird i think that's bad ui you know, user interface and, and user experience and i think i think people are smart enough to you know if you've got the head shop right next to the weed shop right it's <laughs> Yeah, you know it, it. It doesn't make sense. It's like only being able to sell pizza and not not subs, right? Right. It just it you know because same. I don't know where it is. You guys like you know you can't sell water or chocolate, you know Hershey's or anything in a dispensary. So it's just like it doesn't. Yeah, in I, 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 uh, that's not a question. I think we've ever asked ourselves, but um, yeah, I, we, we so the CBD thing has has been one of those conversations that have come up. We can't buy. CBD, even though it's federally legal, I, I can't. If you're a CBD manufacturer and producer out out in out in Oregon or Washington State, I can't buy your. I can't put your stuff on my on my shelves. Sure. Unless the Massachusetts Department of Agriculture licenses you to do so. Wow. Or certifies okay. you to do so. Yeah. Every state's got some things right, some things wrong, and some weird. I think that's the right one. I think. I think that one for sure. That one. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, we're not allowed to use pesticides. There's yep. mold, heavy metals. That there's a pretty strict testing, and I think Absolutely. if you come into our store for a consumable product, period, it should have that same regiment of 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 of, of regulatory policy ish right i you know i i there is there is over regulating uh and and there's you know there's sensible regulations you know um uh, i grew up and born and raised in buffalo new york uh Tom, Tom, Wanda. Uh, uh my grandfather retired and and this company built my house is a company called tonawanda coke they were a quarter mile in front of our house um you know no regulatory body control is what made that place the, the nation's largest superfund site you know, and that that just gets bigger because it's just it. I mean, geographically, it gets bigger because it you know it's soaked into the water, it's soaked into the soil, right? So if we don't have regulatory bodies, the free market really won't. I mean, I, it's ruthless. I don't want to get political, but I, I right. you, you know, you gotta because you know corporations aren't really principled things. Right. And not 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 historically anyway. Right. Some of the better ones are the ones that we sure. hold in high regard. Those are what we model ourselves. You know, there's, you know, there, and, and even, you know, there, there's companies out there that we hold in high regard. Right. Because because they they, they just Subaru. Right. Uh, they do things right. They treat people right. They build a great product. They stand behind their product. Uh, Volvo. You know, we can go on and on. Right. Um, but uh, for the most part, I think people have to have some sort of safeguards. And I think when it comes to a consumable, uh, I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of vape guys out there right now that are that are hating me for saying it. But I think I think, uh, you know, again, if 
it's your body, it's your choice. So, but, you know, if you're, I think if you're, at least if you're coming into our, I, I like the fact that I, that, that I'm buying product that I don't have to, so I don't have to go to one of my manufacturers with a test kit, you know, sure. make sure because they have to go through that process. So I, I can, I can create my customer base with a sense of trust because of that regulatory body. I don't have to do that because somebody else has already put that in place right. and it has and, to go through that process. And that's ultimately the consumer will and should have their choice to do whatever the hell they want. But you should also operate within the ethical standards. If they're going to take something home, combust it and inhale it, that <laughs> there should be some form of cons consumer protection yeah, or ethical practice. You know, there needs to be boundaries to stay within that. I agree. Lane, I right? agree. We, 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 I think we had the country's only vape ban for a while. So the vape cartridges in our legal industry were shut down in wow. 2020 completely. So governor Baker was like, cause people were, you know, the, the, the whole, and I, I follow a, a, somebody, a botanist, uh, Emma Chasen. I don't know if you follow her. Mm -mm. Oh, man, do yourself a favor. Look Emma Chasen up. E-M-M-A-C-H-A-S-E-N. Uh, -E she runs a consulting company, but she does a lot of free podcasts that she's just talking, rambling for a couple of, not rambling. i sorry. I, did, I ramble. She makes, She's a botanist. She's a scientist. Uh, I, I find myself having to continuously rewind what she's saying just because it's she's got some depth man and uh she's it's all cannabis related but she's fantastic but she talks about uh you know fats fats and sugar you know in 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 a vaping product um and if you've ever made if you've ever made a um a hot drink using a uh, a butter you know, uh, like if you've infused a coconut oil and you put that mm -hmm. coconut oil in your coffee let that coffee go cold, pour the coffee out and look at the ring, right? That's what could happen with fats and sugars. That mm. that stuff vaporizes and then cools in your lungs and turns to that. That's a problem, right? That's just botany. And so, um, you know, and I'm a dabber, right? I, 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 you know, I'm a dabber. I'm not a, I'm not a cartridge guy, but, um, you know, I, I think that that there's there's a regulatory common sense thing is that you you have to be careful of what your your fillers are and so we we banned it uh just until we could figure it out in the state we have the best medical community in the world here in massachusetts too by the way so you know we we have some pretty educated people uh in this in the commonwealth to kind of help create policy they eventually just uh eliminated certain fillers Right, that you can no longer use in in cartridges, uh, and then the cartridges that were in quarantine had to be tested again uh, for those for those things. And if they did come up with those things, they had to be destroyed completely or mediated. Uh, I, I, and that's that's always a controversial thing: the mediation process. If the, you know if something's if something's mediated, what does that mean? Uh, so, um, but you know. Uh, that's a that's a that's where regulatory bodies kind of I think when it comes to the consumer, you know, we could put a hold on something, and and then we could learn something more about it, right? 
and and before the, i mean you know when we were a bunch of cavemen it was okay to have you know four or five people just doing some things but now we got the internet right so i i could start something and by the end of the week a hundred thousand people could be doing it right and right. and and i think with that type of type of uh society in mind i think we just need to be really careful on what we 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 give people uh to as a trusted consumable consumable product something you're putting in your body you know just because i said you you know we should be allowed to shave the fiberglass off a 1973 corvette put it up our nose doesn't mean you should you know right. so um I, again i i don't i you know i don't think i think that should be on the on the product manufacturers in a legal industry obviously you're not gonna be able to do that in a traditional or you know that that type of market but when, when you're when you're in a legal industry I, I think that's i think that's part of the course i think that's got to be part of, of part of your business practices it's it, is you've got to have a safe product it's 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 what it's what we sold at the community at community centers anyway right that's what we told the people is is that this is a safer way of doing things um you know i deal with depressions and you know in indica doesn't for and traditionally uh doesn't work well with with my with my mental health issues it 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 will drive me into my depressions um uh uh so i i need a strain that that is an uplifting strain right that that will not put me in that mode i'm not high strung by nature um people that are high strung by nature they need the opposite right they need to to to, to, to they need to, to find their space some you know lower rather than i need to go higher um and then you got people that deal that's myself uh, that's that you yeah i need the the indica man the, the sativa i don't i don't want to well, i got too much gold so and and then there's folks that deal with anxieties and you don't want to give them heavy sativas right you uh because it'll trigger their anxiety so but man i'm 50 52 years old i, I there's uh, 30 plus years of that shit. you didn't know what you were getting you sat on some guy's couch for two hours waiting on a bag to show up, you know, and then it was just was what it was, you know. Um, uh, and and, you know, even when when kind bud, you know, started to pop, you know, in in the mid 90s and, and late 90s, you know, you we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Nobody did. And so that became important. It became important at, at the ad, advocacy level and it became important to to those of us that were treating issues, um, and, um, and 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 that was an important selling point at, at the community outreach meetings, right? Is that that's what we told people? Is that this this was this was a safer way of doing it because now and it's true, right? It's 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 the truth of the matter. So uh, it's unfortunate that that we need regulatory bodies to 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 actually to um, to make sure that we're not hurting people, mm -hmm. you know, so. Absolutely, absolutely. It's definitely an important thing um, to regulation, standardization, testing, it's important. There's some things that, and it, it, there's always gonna be critics, there's always gonna be some things that are gotten right, some things that are gotten wrong. Well, and, yeah, um, and I think that's where the critics come from, is, is like in your example with the, the head shop, that, that deserves to be criticized in my opinion, yeah. right? The, the, the weird, policies we got with the on the road stony you know what 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 level of of high are you when you're driving i i think i think uh, all of those deserve to be looked at really really closely 
Um, 100, 100%. That's a very difficult topic. It is but. a massively difficult topic, even for scientists and stuff. Right. Um, and it seems to be the easiest for prohibitionists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Where the rest of, you know, the rest of the world seems, you know, to, to you know, try to, but, you know, that's what we've seen as, as well in, in, in a lot of our regulatory bodies is that it was created by prohibitionists. It was, it was created by people that didn't vote for this. It was absolutely that, that didn't want it. And they were just like, okay, well, fine. You're not going to make it with fancy colors, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, and then there's some studies behind and that stuff. I don't mean that I, I shouldn't use the fancy color thing because there are studies around bright colors. Um, yeah. But you know, kids aren't the only ones that like bright colors. I'm 52. Bright colors are hey. cool, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's a tough balance, you know, and again, it's, 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 it's putting hats on, right? If, if you've ever volunteered yourself services to, to municipal governments, you know, you realize that it, it's a, you, first of all, I don't know it all, right? There's gonna be somebody at the other end of the table that's gonna be like, no, that's dumb. Shit. I don't know what the hell you're, that's not even real, you know, and, and kind of school you on things. And, and, and so I think that's, that's part of it is, is just listening to one another. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always consistently improving. Um, and so, I mean, I think, honestly, I think that's about going to wrap it up today. We, I like to keep these around an hour, hour 10 and we're a little bit over, but it's all good. Cause we can talk about cannabis, uh, all, all, all night, bro. Yeah. It's a topic we can continue to talk about, but I really, I really appreciate you jumping on late in the evening. I appreciate, I, I appreciate the conversation. It's nice to touch base with, the uh, you have a coast. Um, yeah. And especially with a pleasant conversation. I, we get a lot of folks that, that approach us from California that, that have a have something going on up here i don't know what that is you know but it gets yeah. it, it gets kind of annoying because you know we're about 350 years old on this end of the country i don't i don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about sometimes so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, i mean when it comes to uh cannabis flower as a consumer i will i will admit i am a snob at this point in my life and i, I might i might come, listen come across that way but i no listen uh, i grew up in i i you know i grew up out west i i went to california uh when you know santa cruz mountains you know humble county they they've got reputations for a reason but so sure. does so does afghanistan and so does so does Hawaii, and so does Jamaica, right? There, there's there's land strains from 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 the entire world. So, sure. uh, the culture really got nurtured in California, in the West Coast. Mm -hmm. The culture Absolutely. really, really did. So, I, I think the West Coast deserves a lot of credit um, for being as bold. I mean, what California legalized in '97. Yeah, and it's and what's even crazier is like for the West Coast, they're severely new to adult use, yet the accessibility and just the stigma was so much different there for so long. Oh yeah, it was it was minimal. Uh and I think the only reason why you know, and you said it best, I think, you know, it was it's it's been the community. It's been it's it's been you know, we've had to put it on the ballot. Counselors right. didn't put it on the ballot for us. Our, our representatives weren't like, this is a great idea and we should do it. No, we had to go get 25,000 signatures and force right. them to put it on the ballot. And then they got to make the rules after we passed it. Right. Then, then, you know, in our case, we, 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 our ballot question actually had the taxes listed. Right. It actually had numbers. 
And mm-hmm. so that's what we voted for. And then it went to the legislature and they were like, no. And they added all these different numbers. So, you know, it, you're right. It's, it's always about, it's always about the grassroots and it's always the works on us. You know, we see that in voting, you know, uh, if people don't show up for whatever the issue is, you know, that's, that's why we are where we are is because people don't, they don't show up. It takes people showing up, man. And that seems to be what, what yourself and, and the group down there at, at CNA is doing, man. That was and, wonderful. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a tie it in, man. That's yeah, man. Doing, that was good. Man. That was so, nice. No, no, I, it definitely, it definitely, definitely seems to be what you guys are doing, man. And, you know, again, I want to thank you for hopping on here. Episode 49. We're about to hit episode 50 Wait. tomorrow. Um, you know, joining us from Massachusetts, man, Scott Winters from CNA Stores, cnastores.com. Check them out, man. Appreciate you hanging out this evening. Thank you, Mitch. I appreciate you too, man.